0: fun with Bitcoin podcast. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020. And this is Season 3, Episode 1. So I want to thank everybody for joining me. I hope that uh, everybody had wonderful, safe holidays and is ready to kick it off for 2020. I'm really glad to have Evan Kaloudis from Zeus LN app as my first guest to kick off the uh, the 2020 season of the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. So we talked about his rabbit hole story, we also discussed the development that's going on with his app, and we also got into some Twitter fun and all kinds of nonsense. So anyways, without further ado, here is my talk with Evan Kaloudis. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me for the first podcast of 2020 on the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. And with me is a guest that I actually tried to get on in 2019. I was fortunate enough to uh, to get this gentleman on the Lightning Node Roundtable. He blessed us with his presence and uh, talked about the uh, the project that he's working on, which is. Uh, the Zeus LN app, which is uh, simply described as a mobile Bitcoin app for Lightning Network Daemon, LND, node operators. Who am I talking about? Evan Kaloudis. Evan, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast, man. Thank you for being the first guest of the Fun with Bitcoin podcast for the season three, 2020. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, I'm just glad to be here. I'm honored to be the first guest of... uh... 2020 happy new year <laughs> cool and, uh, yeah I'm, I'm just happy to be on and be able to talk about zeus with
0: with you a little bit uh today so awesome yeah, I'm, I'm just very excited cool so look we're going to uh you know what before we get into zeus though um when i had you on the lightning node round table uh we we kind of had to skip over your uh you know the uh, the rabbit hole story because you know we were just discussing the uh, the tech updates and everything but I, I'd love it if uh, if you'd share with the, uh, you know, the Fun with Bitcoin podcast listeners, you know, the uh, the Evan Kalutis rabbit story, man, rabbit hole story. How did you, uh, you know, how did you get into Bitcoin? And, uh, you know, what was you before Bitcoin? Oh, man.
1: um where to begin? Where to begin? <laughs> um, yeah, so I've always had, like, an interest in computers and, you know... Uh, I just have good memories of getting online really early, like on dial-up and just uh, having my dad just, sh- you know, show me this new toy and eventually popping around the web. And oh, man, like back in the, those days, like we would leave the dial-up running overnight to download like a 420P uh, uh, James Bond trailer. <laughs> that was like two minutes. Uh, so it's like crazy to see where the web has gone um, from there. Um, but yeah, I've always been uh, interested in computers. I really like music. And in high school, I started a music blog. Uh, it's called beatsperminute.com. So, um, yeah, that was like my first real big foray with like programming, getting into the JavaScript and learning the HTML and the CSS. Um, cool. and then from there, I went to college, uh, for computer science in New York and, um, Yeah, I I just uh, sort of stumbled upon uh, Bitcoin on that path, Uh, but it wasn't really until like uh, 2013, 2014 that I really put some serious money in. So like I started my freshman year late uh, 2010 and I had heard about it probably early 2011, if not late 2010. And um, yeah, I remember my freshman year it's actually when the Occupy Wall Street uh, stuff was going on, and uh, I, I was pretty interested about it. I actually got a lot of my friends from my uh, floor at the dorms at college to like come check it out with me, uh, but primarily because they wanted to see if Radiohead was going to go play and show up. There's some, <laughs> there's a lot of funny rumors back in the day uh, from Occupy, everything from Hell's Angels coming to go fight the NYPD to you know your favorite band going to show up. <laughs> join the protest so um but yeah we we ended up going and the first time it was it was just so amazing being down there just seeing like the energy and all these ideas being shared and uh yeah a lot of uh you know me leaning into some of those bitcoin ideas they started there on occupy wall street um and you know there there was like a lot of diversity in the mo the movement like um you know as far as where the blame be should be placed and what the solutions would be it was like a wide spectrum of people there but it was cool i got, I got exposed to a lot of these um you know uh, libertarian ideas i had i met people who wanted to direct their protest towards the federal reserve instead of just wall street because you know without the federal reserve wall street doesn't function the same way that's right and to just you know to say that they're not part of the problem is like uh Is gross negligence, really. So, yeah, we went down there. We got to talk to everyone from the liberals to like uh, Reagan guys wearing full suits, smoking cigars, talking about the gold standard to voluntarists. Um, And, you know, some people started talking to to me about Bitcoin uh, back then, but it, it didn't really click. And, you know, so a lot of these ideas like, you know, sound money and Austrian economics, I'd been exposed to through some family friends um and so like these ideas weren't really foreign to me so like a lot of that made sense but you know bitcoin with all its test technical aspects it took like uh, quite a long time even as someone is interested in the economics someone studying computer science and the networking like it took a couple of years for me to be for it to click and be like okay this is serious this has potential to change the world this is something i need to be in and um you know, on a lot of levels, Bitcoin is very simple, at least when it when it clicks and um, you know as far as consensus and governance, it's relatively simple compared to other projects. but you know there's there's so many moving parts that it, it it's like makes sense that it takes time for people to come around and and we shouldn't just expect people to you know stick around the first time they show interest in it. is it's something that you know takes a couple of times like tipping over, uh, a cow or something. I mean, can you even tip over cows or like, let's say oh. a, a pork potty with your friends? Like it takes a couple tips for most people. I would say they're, the people who get Bitcoin the first time around, are like far and few between is my point.
0: Oh yeah. I, I definitely agree. And, and how many times would you say, uh, you were exposed, uh, to Bitcoin before it, you decided you, you were going to take a second look and like start oh. diving in? Um I a uh, couple uh, quite a few times
1: like you know uh, seeing it on Reddit uh seeing it on like slashdot and people talking about the tech there uh then then I I, I guess like the real big use case or you know uh, the that that really brought it into the mainstream was like when we started hearing about the silk road and people buying drugs yep and you know not being restricted on that level that's where i feel like a whole bunch of people came in i feel like uh silk road is like a critical part of bitcoin's history and um you know it's uh sort of a hairy area because um in a lot of people's eyes it could enable a lot of bad and you know this uh content and uh products you could get but at the same go ahead yeah at the same time it uh you know it's such a great innovation it keeps a lot of people out of harm's way by uh you know abstracting these interactions you don't have to meet in person to get your fix or whatever
0: exactly it's it's the reduction of friction and and that is exactly when we look at some of these enabling technologies right like the internet like cell phones i mean you know like pagers you know who were the you know who were the first people to adopt these kind of technologies out in society it was to be perfectly honest you know, people doing things that had, you know, we'll say, high friction. Yeah. You know, so, because um, let's face it, you know, a drug deal is fairly high friction. So it's, <laughs> it's like, it's it's just scary stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, you're dealing with people who are uh, you know, going, people. Against the, going against the law. They are, you know, probably protecting themselves. Might be armed, probably an illegal gun if they got illegal drugs. and. Uh, the fact that you're able to abstract that all away and turn it into what's essentially like a eBay order. Um, yeah, it, it was it was quite brilliant. And, um, you know, there's a lot of nuances to it, but it's a real damn shame compared to some of the other sentences for different, you know, more severe crimes that people have committed that uh, Ross is uh, serving this, you know, life sentence, essentially. That's right. And, uh, yeah, he, he essentially cannot get out of jail, uh, barring a presidential pardon. So it'll take, uh, you know, <laughs> Donald Trump turning his cheek, or, you know, hopefully whoever comes down the line. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a crazy sacrifice that that guy has made.
0: I totally agree.
1: So, um, so yeah, so past that, um, you know, got very interested in Bitcoin and bought my first coins uh, from a couple of different places. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I don't wish I went down this path, but I did go down to some path of uh, through some shit coinery. For I sure. Trade a, traded a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, <sighs> did some GPU mining. I helped with some uh, some wallets for uh, Dogecoin, actually. I did a couple of uh, commits to this, well called uh, Multi Doge, that uh, sort of spun out of a uh, Reddit community contest, and we did it's like a fork of Electrum. So I worked on that um, with the longer hands, who's now the lead maintainer of the project. Now that uh, Jackson Palmer is uh, sort of a wall. So uh, yeah, so I, I did some shitcoinery. You could Google my name. I'm even in a New York Times article about uh, <laughs> some uh, Doge coin uh, ban at bitcoin center and donated some money and uh someone actually made this huge uh paper mache uh dog or doge mask that we put on the wall street bull and uh there's some footage of that in uh, the the bitcoin documentary on netflix you could go check it out I'm, i think i'm in a couple of frames there it's pretty funny
0: that's awesome
1: so uh yeah so yeah shouts to ben dorner I hope that's how you're pronouncing his name. Uh, he set that all up. I'm not sure what he's up to nowadays, but yeah, went down that rabbit hole. I got interested in a whole lot of sh- different shit coins. So mostly just for trading, but also some other ones for, uh, you know, the privacy, uh, you know, repercussions of them. I was really intrigued by Zcash just because of uh, the zero knowledge primitives and how that all got yep. set up. But, uh, you know, as you get a little closer and uh, you see all the flaws with the system, everything from, you know, centralized development and the 20% uh, dev tax to uh, the trusted setup that they did uh, that, you know, no one can verify and that they could easily have kicked the back door into to the privacy not being on by default, which, um, you know, leads to it being much weaker than something like Monero which, you know, also does have its fault as far as liquidity and the volume goes there. Um, So, yeah, I went down that rabbit hole as well. Uh, But, yeah, then I would say, like, late 2017, 2018, uh, sort of went full uh, maximalist or Bitcoin focused at the very least. Not that other projects don't have merit, but it just became clear to me that at least compared to Bitcoin, they would be much much weaker with money so um yeah for me like with the altcoins it's like one trying to like sell yourself as a better bitcoin which is a lie and uh you know let well it's, it's, it's when you sell yourself as something that you you aren't that's when you're scamming it's not it's not the fact that ethereum for example um it's not the fact that there's no hard cap or that the issuance rate gets changed at the turn of a hat by this centralized body that operates you know similar to central bank like the fed um it's more so uh misleading people and uh saying that you're this unstoppable system there's unstoppable computing uh, um you know you're this world computer And, uh, you know, this rhetoric of this flippening or this is better money than Bitcoin when, you know, it's objectively not true.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, the the reality is, is that if these projects simply, you know, presented themselves as, um, you know, experimental projects that are just trying to work with a specific tech or whatever it is, you know, built on their own merits. Um, I I personally wouldn't have a problem with them. I don't really care. I wouldn't see them as an attack on Bitcoin. But when they have to build their merits by trashing Bitcoin or by trying to create the false narrative that they are somehow the, you know, the evolution of Bitcoin, that's when I start to have a problem, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I I love these projects from a technical level, from the code level, from, from what they're doing there. Like, I, I want them to uh, invest, experiment and, you know, duke it out, even the fact that they're using real money. I, I you know, people are going to lose their money and I would suggest you definitely don't invest in them unless you're running short. Um, but that, that's not even the issue. I, I don't hate the projects or the technicals or the fact that, you know, it's sold for other forms of money. Like, I, I hate the individuals who mislead people. Exactly. That's, that, that's what I hate.
0: I completely agree so but um yeah so i mean so all right so 2017 2018 you you know you became uh you know full maxi and uh, when uh, i guess when did uh zeus ln start to start to pop into your mind uh
1: so i was looking at the date pretty recently i think it was like q4 of 2018 and i started really thinking about it um so yeah like i, I kept doing development um out of school, I uh, went to the cybersecurity firm that I work at now and I uh, started doing development there, mostly doing uh, front end development. So, uh, you know, doing Zeus, sort of like a natural extension of that. Uh, I had stopped off for a little detour and I, I did a couple commits for Zap, adding some uh, uh, user friendly error codes. Uh, so I got to use their system and uh, yeah, I originally went to, to Jack and asked him if he would be interested in perhaps running, uh, creating like a React Native version of um, of Zap that we could write the code base once, have an iOS and Android app at once. Uh, but there were some other contributors who had got a kickstart on doing it. And uh, Jack was pretty set on writing it all with native code. Um, which I totally understand that direction and it's cool. And I'm pretty happy it worked out that way because now we have, um, you know, two great apps that uh, have their own little nuances and users have the options out there. But yeah, well, um, once I, uh, you know, had the idea to go this direction, I'm like, screw it. Well, let me do it myself. I'll at the very least uh, get a very good learning experience out of it. Uh, if things go well, I'll have a wallet to use for myself. Because at the time I had started building some nodes, like I got into the Raspberry Pi uh, Bolt uh, project and was playing with that. And it was great. I was like managing my node on my uh, desktop, I was doing lightning transactions. But like it didn't feel right to me because, you know, lightning is instant settlement. It's like this is something you should be using now in the real world. Like just using it on my desktop like wasn't really exciting for me. So as an Android user, I'm like, all right, let, let me make my own wallet so I could actually use this node that I took the time to set up. And uh, yeah, I just started uh, hacking, you know, like a, a lot of the process was learning how to work in this React Native environment, which has it's all these nuances because you're dealing with the Android code base and iOS code base. There's like the, a little bit of a misunderstanding about how React Native works. They, people think, oh, you just write the code once and it works on both platforms. It's like, not really. There's like a main frame that has all of the the virtualized uh, web view. Yeah, you display stuff in, but you also you actually have to integrate with like the native code on the systems to like have specific things work. Like even hooking into the camera, like there's different code for the iOS. Oh yeah, versus Android. So uh, there's a lot of nuances there, especially dealing with uh you know saving the user information, making sure that, like their creds are saved for the next time to sign in. Uh, dealing with the networking, there's a lot of nuances to do with that. But overall, uh, you know, it's been a great experience and uh, I-, I love having the project available on uh, both iOS and Android. And I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, moving forward as some of these other new Linux-based open platforms, more open source platforms uh, develop, hopefully there will be a way to, uh, you know, migrate that React Native and have it run in those environments. like. Let's say it's like a post-market Linux uh, OS or uh, you know, a similar variant. Uh, yeah, that's the dream, just to have people using Zeus, on, use Zeus as free software. You're running it on free hardware devices and uh, free operating systems like that.
0: So I find it interesting, though, that the description that you gave it was that you called it a mobile app for node operators. You didn't call it a mobile wallet. Specifically. So I I feel like you did that on purpose because, and and don't get me wrong, I haven't used Zeus. Okay. So just like, you know, full disclosure, I'm terrible. Um, Yeah, no worries. I've gone to your website 50 times and, (laughs) and like, I've, I've been like, all right, I'm going to set this up, but then I'm so just completely ADHD that I'll, I'll just go and pop onto another project or do something else. So I'm just terrible. So eventually I will set it up, but I, I feel like it, um, like what, what's the, uh, how, how come you didn't just call it a wallet? Um, you know, uh, it, it
1: could use the word wallet. That wouldn't be entirely inaccurate, but it's not the most precise uh, name of it because the wallet really, the wallet's managing your funds, right? That That's not really located on the Zeus app. The wallet is actually, uh, you know, running on top of your lightning instance in L D or C lightning. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quick quick aside, uh, Zeus started as an LND only app, but we have a beta now to support C Lightning through C Lightning Rust. We'll, we'll get into oh, that cool. later. Oh cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're going we're going uh, multiple implementations and I don't think C Lightning is going to be the last one either. Oh. Um so uh yeah, we've been going down uh that route. But yeah, it's it's not really a wallet because the files to um you know generate your 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 main seed to generate all your keys that's not stored in zeus zeus is only communicating to your node over rest hopefully over the Tor network or a similarly secure network and it's just fetching that information you pass in uh, the host name the port the macaroon yep. and you have access to your node so, so it's more like an interface or a controller for your node than like a standalone wallet i would say
0: read macaroon or admin macaroon
1: Uh, Either one will work, but obviously, depending on what you use, uh, you know, your functionality is gonna be limited. You're gonna get error messages from the API if you use a read-only and you try to send coins, for example, but it'll work. So, uh, you know, that might be a good example. Like, uh, you know, if you wanna send a read-only or like an invoice only, you might be able to do that. Like, let's say you have a store or like a a restaurant and you wanna give your waiters the read-only so that they could charge the patrons. You could do that and that would work today with Zeus cool yeah i'm I'm just hoping uh I, i'm just excited for the macaroon stuff to progress a little more where oh, you have yeah. like permission stuff you're like okay well let's give this thing a budget like let's not have it spend the whole thing in <laughs> one uh you know because like no, I, no it's have true these, it's true you can <laughs> like you like you have like a, a lot of these bitcoiners out here like uh like for example uh, my buddy matt odell he's got like a really well liquidated lightning node and i'm like dude like Oh, He he agrees, too. But, um, you know, that's a lot of money to be having in your pocket that your phone could just access. Like, let, let's get the permissions a little more granular.
0: Yes. So uh, it, it's
1: really great to see that the protocol developers are uh, have got that in mind, and I'm sure that's going to be coming really soon. I'm very excited about that.
0: Is there any demand or request for uh, the Zeus app to be able to connect to multiple nodes at once? <laughs> yep, and it's already... <laughs> It's already uh, implemented, and
1: you can do it today.:
0: Oh, nice.
1: So uh, the main example I, I think the main use case is not necessarily someone with multiple nodes, is someone who is connecting to the node from multiple locations. So if you're at home, you might want to just use the local network. If you're on the go, you might want to use Tor, and you might not want to have to re-enter in your Tor host name every time. So uh, yeah, right now, Zeus supports multiple node implementations out the box, you can use it today. And, um, you know, just because of these environments, people accessing it from different places, using it in different places, like this was one of the more critical features I felt uh, to get in. And, you know, I access my node on the go and at home, so <laughs> really, I was just doing it for myself, but, uh, you know, I, other people are using it now and are use it to interface with different nodes. It's it's gonna be fun uh, once people are using it for
0: LND and C-Lightning, once we iron out all the bugs, it's gonna be great. Very cool. So, um, okay, so you said uh, that you guys, uh, so I'm sorry, the C-Lightning implementation is being worked on right now, you said?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I've wrapped up the code. I think it's in a pretty good spot, but uh, I'm only limited to like a testnet node on my MacBook, which has some connectivity issues. Uh, So I decided, hey, let's get the community involved. Uh, We've been talking a big game between uh, the Sea Lightning through Sea Lightning REST implementation and uh, some stuff we've been doing with LNURL. Uh, We've got this guy from, I think he's from South America. I really don't know what this guy's real name is. His name's Fiat Jaff. And he's been (laughs) like a very good contributor to Zeus, helping with a bunch of stuff. Uh, And more recently uh, doing LNURL implementation. So now with the Zeus Beta, you can do uh, two sorts of LN URL interactions. Uh, one is a LN URL pay uh, to trigger a payment, and uh, the other is uh, LN URL uh, withdraw, which is I think is the more interesting of the two, where you can uh, trigger a withdraw from like an exchange, for example, or a retailer, and you can do this by just scanning a QR code. Uh, so there's no need to uh, generate a uh, receiving address or an uh, LN payment request to trigger a withdrawal from an exchange. It just takes a couple of hops out of it, and uh, it's it's quite brilliant. It's like not even it's just built on top of LN. So it's like, in a way, it's like a layer three, but like not really L3 like the way we would think about it. But it's like one of those really interesting uh, innovations that we're seeing early days on this protocol that I'm really excited about. Um, we're, get, we're still iterating on it. Uh, the experience isn't as clean as we want it to be, mm-hmm. uh, but we still think it's worth putting out there as is. We're going to keep iterating on it. Um, personally, I, w- I want, to see if we could do LN off, which is another very interesting, uh, setup where you're like signing or paying for these, uh, payments to sign you into a, like a website or whatever platform all by scanning a QR code and triggering a payment. And, uh, I think that's going to make for some very interesting scenarios too. Because at the end of the day, I mean, your lightning node has a private key, public key. It should be able to sign stuff and, uh, you know, relay messages or prove you are who you are. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, more stuff like that get implemented.
0: That's really, really cool. I, I never heard of LNURL Withdraw. I had, um, I, I had actually spoken with, uh, uh, I think it's babe code. The guy who did the original uh, LN URL, yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't aware of this uh, LN URL withdrawal. This is really, really interesting.
1: Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, I just want to tell those guys, keep it up. Shouts out to the LN URL Mafia, yeah, as they like to call themselves. They're doing really cool stuff. It's going to make for some very interesting use cases on the Lightning Network. So we're incredibly, uh, you know, just delighted to have that going into the next version of Zeus and uh they're just happy to have it available for uh android users it today we've tweeted out a link to the beta and it's in our telegram chat as well so uh look out for that we're going to be cutting it to ios too as well uh probably later this evening I think. so uh you know by the time this is out just do a little search for it it'll be up
0: that's awesome um so I noticed that uh, there's this uh, group that uh, that started on Telegram, and uh, I joined it, but I'm not very active. But I, I noticed that uh, that you're definitely active in it. The uh, the Bitcoin Citadel group. Um, <laughs> what's uh, what's going on over there?
1: Oh man, you, you got
0: a lot of good folks in there, and you guys are talking about a lot of good stuff. I see a lot of CoinJoin talks. I see a lot of you know you know privacy centric conversations. It's like the you know the conversations like stepped up over there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we've got some great discourse and some great contributors and some great people, uh, you know, sort of leading the effort. Um, But yeah, uh, Bitcoin Citadel is a product of the New York City Bitcoin community. Um, uh, In a lot of ways, it's, you know, from, uh, how should I say this? Uh, Pierre Richard in New York did a really good job of like helping facilitator community and putting together the events and you know getting the people who are involved now like together he did like a really good job of putting together these meetups and doing some uh, KYB like we like to say where he's like sort of <laughs> staking out people on social media seeing like you know is this person a shitcoiner or are they going to contribute uh noise to our discussions or are they like a real bitcoiner who's going to contribute signal so uh yeah, shouts out to Pierre, uh, who really helped put together our community in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, we'll be missing him. He's moving to Austin next week. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I'm, out. I'm really happy for him. It sounds like, you know, it's going to be a great situation for him. Uh, but there's no way we're going to let the Austin Bitcoiners get, try to get a leg up on us. We're going to try to keep New York City be the best community. So um, They're going to have him and Bitstein so i know it's, I know. it's gonna it's, be crazy they're gonna, they're gonna come together like <laughs> uh i'm just i just hope they get a little noted studio together but even if that doesn't happen Seriously. I, i'm just looking forward to them putting out more content hopefully since they're closer together uh you know noted is like one of my favorite pods uh, same def, definitely the first bitcoin pod like i really got like deep into and like all right what's, where's the next one oh, i gotta catch up uh <laughs> so uh yeah i love both those guys so shouts to them but uh yeah so uh bitcoin citadel was born out of a new york city telegram chat we have and uh yeah basically uh you know we have this great community there and i just bounced one idea off of them you know everyone's so welcoming and friendly and helpful i just had an idea i'm like let's bounce it off the group what do they think so i said hey guys has anyone done a workshop to teach people how to properly use Wasabi wallet and or a cold card in the air gap mode? And, uh, yeah, we just got a lot of, uh, a lot of support. A lot of people thought it was a good idea. Uh, you know, most notably, Matt O'Dell thought it was a great idea. Uh, he joined the effort and he's been helping, uh, spear the, you know, the whole effort. Uh, then we have beefsteak Josh who's been throwing beefsteaks, um, you know, that's one of the events that Pierre <laughs> let me know of uh, basically Josh has cooks a whole bunch of steak in his backyard and we all stand around with aprons, no utensils and eat it. And these parties, they have like the most interesting people just show up at them from like programmers to scientists, stockbrokers, engineers doing, um, uh, you know, diagnostics on the cryogenic machines at CERN, like crazy people like the most incredible discussions and then like the best meal i mean as long as you like meat like you can have in the world pretty much um so yeah shout out to josh josh is also uh you know a, a super big staple of uh bitcoin citadel and then my buddy uh ty Kalamoto, he helped us do the logo and he's been a great organizer helping us do the content helping out with windows users because uh, you know part of the process is uh we want people to validate the software they run on their computer. So, like, we're like, okay, how do you download Wasabi and then verify it with a PGB key? And so, there's some nuances between Mac OS, Linux, and Windows. So, uh, we've got a bit of uh, that built into our first tutorial. Um, Very cool. Yeah, yeah. And th- this was all set up at, uh, well, Chaincode Labs. Uh, shout out to James O'Byrne getting us set up there for a little space. They're unaffiliated, but they were very gracious to host us. Um, so shouts out to them. We've done two uh, workshops so far, both on Wasabi and Cold card. Um, they've both been very good. Obviously the first one uh, had some, some issues, but we ironed out a lot of them in V2. We're still trying to uh, work out the workflow and the nuance of it. Um, but yeah, we, we're looking to do more. Um, 2020, we're talking about potentially doing something at the Bitcoin 2020 conference, nothing official yet, nothing promised, but you know, most of those guys are going to be out there. Um, and the one that I really want to do, that's probably going to start in New York, at least is going to be a build your own node workshop where, uh, you know, everyone puts in $150 or so for the parts. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, show you how to assemble well we all will show everyone how to assemble it and then we're gonna uh, show people the different software available and the different options you get um, right now really leaning towards uh going to MyNode. MyNode my node btc is a great little platform um yeah but i need to get a little more hands-on with it a little more familiar with the code before i sign off all on that so i'm um, right now i'm in a more of a research phase uh, i've been playing with ronin uh, Dojo, which lets you do the whirlpool mixes with on the Samurai software, which has been awesome. I've done Raspberry Bolt before. the uh, Noddle, Noddle's amazing. I cannot wait for my uh, Noddle Dojo. Shout out to those guys. Oh yeah. Uh, but um, I gotta yeah, I, I, that's going to be great. That is probably my favorite one. Um, but yeah, their code isn't open yet, so I'll, I'll be nagging them in the new year for uh, to open source that eventually. So that, that would be a good option too. Um, but yeah, and there's also Raspberry Bolt, uh, which, uh, ResPi Bolt, Raspberry Blitz. Uh, sorry, there's two different ones, but both are very good and I've used both. So there's a lot of different options. So, um, yeah, it would be awesome to get people to set up a node, show them how to validate their own transactions, show them how to use it for lightning, and then ideally show them how to use it to set up Whirlpool and, uh, do coin joining. Cause, uh, you know, to have privacy in this space, uh, you know it's really going to be a combination of things coin join will get us only so far uh, but then you're gonna to have to take it off chain and uh you know either do something like uh open dime swap or use lightning which is something people don't talk a lot about lightning light lightning is like a huge step up privacy wise uh than an on chain transaction um yeah. yeah there's a record of channel opens and channel closes but uh i think once we have Schnorr signatures and taproot um it's going to be a lot harder to pick those out of the on-chain analysis.
0: So I, I think because uh, we're talking about chain analysis. So I, I don't know about you or you know how much you know how much you've listened to about chain analysis. But for me, my impression is is that there's there, there's a lot of people that talk like it's it's so sophisticated and happening. But to my knowledge, um, there, there's there, there's right now it, it's it's very. Um, like it's it's not that dependable like you can't really depend on the data that you get out of chain analysis so far i haven't seen anybody actually get you know incriminated correctly because of chain analysis so i not to say that we shouldn't worry about it but just to say that i I think that you know it's one of those things where you know they make the boogeyman bigger and and it's it's not really there so it kind of just keeps you in line in a way (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, all they really have to do is get the one guy, and make the it, example of them. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, it's uh,
1: like, yeah, like what's a good example? I'm trying like, to
0: think of that right now.
1: Like Ross is one example. Like they really gave him the really shit sentencing because they want to make an example of him. And but like and, they'll, but they'll do the same with like a mother whose kid downloads the latest Disney movie or something. They, and they'll go find her, and they, you know, don't worry about the other hundred thousand downloaders that
0: week exactly, you know, so it it's kind of anyways not to say that we shouldn't think about that, and of course you know privacy is important, you know, but it's just i I feel like it's a lot of fear mongering you know like kind of yeah, there yeah, I mean there are
1: valid concerns uh you know I, I think uh worrying that uh you know some institutions won't want to work with you i I think that's that's something people are going to have to accept when they do a coin joint like, yeah, some institutions are going to want to know the whole trail of that Bitcoin from start to finish. And that's fine. That's their prerogative. But if that becomes the norm and our options are, uh, you know, we either get blacklisted everywhere or uh, people, everyone you interact with is looking at the chain of transactions, not only before there, the interaction, before they're as they're accepting the money, but looking at where the money's going afterwards, as like we saw with this Binance uh, Singapore case, where they're looking at the... the Activity of the coin uh, being withdrawn and then coin join and that rising an alert to inform the user like that's dystopia. It is is that is that what you guys want because that's not the world I want to live in, that's not the world I want you know my children to inherit. No way, fuck that. Oh, yeah. So, if anything, I think that Binance news is not news to be like, oh, I gotta worry, I gotta worry about my stash. Uh, maybe I'll have. KY seed stash and a non-KY seed stash or whatever, or maybe I'll do less coin joins. No, fuck that. If anything, we should be doing more coin joins. That's right. And, uh, I'm looking for board towards more innovations that'll help by uh, the coin joins get lost in the crowd. I'm looking forward to people doing fake coin joins with themselves. I'm looking forward to wallets implementing new standards like that and, uh, making it the standard technique. And I'm looking forward to proper exchanges, uh, to be coin joining their customers funds for them i I think uh that's something we're seeing bull bitcoin and canada uh, canada doing and uh you know that's commendable um at the end of the day we we can't forget why we got into bitcoin um and part of it is privacy and uh you know just financial independence and uh self-determination and if we're gonna just you know say oh we shouldn't you know, try to uh, take our privacy because we'll get mixed in with uh, North Koreans or terrorists and taint our coins. It's, you're, you're, we're, you're looking at it through the wrong lens then. Every, every coin has an inherent taint. And if you could identify it back to an individual, like how is that not more tainted than having some level of opaqueness where the trail ends off? I, I would I would say that the institutions that don't want to work with you because your coins are coin joined, I would say that you don't want to work with them. Exactly. Them. Let's take our businesses
0: other, elsewhere. Let's take our, you know. You know, people forget, right? When, you know, when, when in, yes, individuals alone, you know, may not be able to do very much. But, you know, when we come together, we absolutely can. And we need to remember something. These people need our business. So... It's very simple, you know, if the majority of the coins out there are coin joined and if people are empowered, you know, through privacy, you know, through privacy tools, then these businesses will not have a leg to stand on.
1: Absolutely. You know, we're in control of our own destiny here. And, uh, you know, and part of Bitcoin is, you know, being self-sufficient and, uh, you know, depending on yourself and, uh, you know, a lot of that is how is how you act like like what actions you take and part of those actions is you know how you decide to spend or use that money right which all comes back like bitcoin we're in bitcoin because we ourselves we're the ones who say should be the ones that determine how we spend our money that's right um yeah so um you know stop using these exchanges um use your money in uh You know, it's yeah. Put your business with 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 companies that you know respect your privacy to a certain extent, who don't mind uh, that you're coin joining, and um, yeah, we, we need to vote with our with our money with our bitcoins.
0: That's right, exactly. You know, like we we talked about. Like one of the first things I learned when I first got into Bitcoin is is that you know money. You know this this code. You know this code is is speech. You know and and it's it's that speech is money and if we you know if we allow ourselves to be censored then we are allow ourselves not to speak
1: yeah absolutely and I got to say especially as American Bitcoiners we need to put our foot down because we have such great precedents in this great country uh, for code being speech and to, you know we, we already have that let's not give it up
0: yeah exactly
1: it's it's much easier to hold on to something than to lose it and then try to grab it again. So um, we've got that going for us in the states, and we will do all we can to, uh, you know, keep that the status quo for now.
0: Stack sats. Stack sats. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so here we're gonna we're gonna switch uh, we're gonna switch gears a bit because uh, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on you know on Twitter and uh, some of the uh, some of the shenanigans. Um, so uh you know, we were discussing this before uh, the recording was this uh, this wonderful BTC and nakamoto dot com thing, okay? so a whole bunch of shit coiners that got together and I, I don't really care. I know that like somebody's gonna obviously disagree with me. I don't give a fuck, but um you know got together and made this terrible website in you know to trojan essentially to Trojan bitcoiners into accepting their crap have you uh have you been watching any of this? what do you? uh yeah sort of sort
1: of passively um you know uh what's the date today uh, so it's january three. 5th this sunday uh i just woke up to you know it's the afternoon now but i was looking at it a little bit this morning and man it's just ridiculous but i you know shouts out to all the uh my fellow maximalists out there calling the spade a spade um that's right yeah it's just it's just sad to see like the name Nakamoto shouldn't be carried and used for these purposes. Uh, We know the track record of most of the actors behind this, Um, you know, the ones that, you know, are less, uh, have less scathing records. It's a little disappointing to see them on there, but you know, you also need to look at the people who, you know, might not have the articles out right now, but are on their about page. You know, there's people like fucking Dan Larimer from EOS, who's a complete scammer, just listed on the page. Um, You know, the only way this could get more egregious is if you have even bigger shitcoin scammers like Bryce Wiener on the page. Like, what's the next step? Exactly. Clearly, you know, uh, a lot of the people in our circles that we hang out with see past the guys. uh, They see that, you know, it's clearly just bundling up some Bitcoin content alongside the shitcoin content. So that the shitcoin content, uh, you know, appears to be legitimate by proxy.
0: That's right. And, um, and that's a form of scam. I, I know that that is a total form of scam. I know that people sit there and say that like, oh, you know, Bitcoiners call everything a scam. So it loses its value. It's like, so first of all, scam isn't just black and white. There's a whole bunch of gray area in scam. <laughs> and this this is part of that gray area this is a perfect example of gray area scam you know yeah, where, where yeah. they just try to do the validation by association we love bitcoin buy our shit coins
1: yeah it's ridiculous and you, you could see with the rhetoric on the, the telegram group sadly a lot of uh a lot of our s- troops have been banned guilty like, you know the re- <laughs> yeah like uh like stopping the crypt shout out stopping the crypt uh, <laughs> He's out of there
0: already. Well, John, they barely even let him. Uh, John, they like insta banned Carvalho, uh, Bitcoin Aerolog,
1: Mister uh, Bit Refill, huh?
0: Yeah, that's right. You know, so the, it's like the anyways. These come guys on, are,
1: like is John really that big a troll that they had to kick him out?
0: But come on, he's like he's like a Bitcoiner's Bitcoiner. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, are, are you yeah, kidding me? Like, and, and these guys are like Bitcoiners.
1: Very, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like he runs a stand up service. He's a great guy. <laughs> So like it's even stuff like that is like more validation that, yeah, it's it's crap. And then you have like the the spank chain guy on there. He's like, oh yeah. hey guys, didn't didn't we all agree that Ethereum was part of Bitcoin's development and it was cool to let these innovations happen and people wanted because you know you don't have opcodes on Bitcoin. It's like no, who the fuck is we, dude? Yeah. <laughs> like uh did you determine you were the grand emperor of the bitcoin community and you said that oh yeah ethereum is definitely part of this definitely so um <laughs> you know the shitcoiners coiners are gonna shitcoin. um you know people are right to be up in arms about it but you know at the end of the day there's only so much they could do um that's right all, all, all you could do is be loud enough so that newcomers uh here's your voice and go to you instead of these uh people who are scamming and being misleading um and and other than that just don't stress out too much bitcoin is going to keep bitcoining uh people are eventually going to end up on it um you know don't worry too much about it this nakamoto.org or whatever it is only has so many le- have so many uh, legs beneath it you know uh i think uh marty marty bent uh, said it best this morning it's it's going to end up like the b foundation most likely Oh, yeah. but, but nonetheless, it's disappointing to see, and uh, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, look, right now we're all up in arms about it, but like you said, this thing's going to disappear. You know, this sh- this too shall pass, and, you know, we'll be on to the next thing. But, yeah. But it's still some good it, entertainment, and like you said, it's just good that, you know, we, uh, we try to keep yeah, these it, idiots in check. Yeah,
1: it's fun. It's fun. Like, you know, you got to be there – for the new bees that are coming on and yeah. making their first financial decision in this space, that's who it's important for. But, you know, personally, you don't shouldn't really stress out about it. No. Uh, yeah, there's better ways to spend your energy. You could spend that time promoting the positive projects in the space of which we have so very many
0: or learning to code.
1: Yeah. Or learning to code or <laughs> something productive. It, which most likely a better use of your time, so you know don't don't get too worked up about these people. We we could say our piece, but uh, let, let's not lose our minds and let's not keep our eyes off the prize. Let's uh, you know,
0: let's get that uh, that focus we need. Some wise words, man. Some wise words. So um, I guess uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna close it out, and uh, before we before we do, I just wanted to know if you had any. Uh, Any final thoughts for the listeners?
1: Um, Yeah, I'm just very happy with the progress that Bitcoin's been making. Uh, Just as far as tooling and the communities that are building up uh, and, you know, the resources that we're making available to each other, slowly these circular economies uh, shaping up. And it's just amazing to see. Uh, You know, this is the... You know, conglomeration of so many, many years of work and the work of so many different people. I'm just happy to uh, contribute back to it in the few small ways that I do. I'm just glad to be here, experiencing it and being a part of
0: it. Man, we um, re- we really appreciate your contribution, man. It's, it's Zeus LN is really cool.
1: Yeah, um, let's get you installed on it. Let's get you on the beta. Let's get some feedback going. I agree. Uh, yeah, so uh, so if you want to find Zeus, the main website is ZeusLN.app. We're ZeusLN on Twitter. Uh, we have a Telegram group, uh, also at ZeusLN. Uh, join us there. We're always chatting. People are giving me feedback. Um, if you find any bugs in the beta, uh, you know, give it to me there. You can also get links to the beta there. Uh, like I said, uh, the Android beta for 0.2.0 beta one is out now on Android. It should be on iOS by the time this show airs, uh, and check it out. Uh, if you're a JavaScript programmer, it's written in TypeScript and React, uh, React Native. We'd love to have you. Or whether it's just uh, an issue file or pull request, anything would be greatly appreciated. Uh, even if you know you just need, want some tips on writing in JavaScript React, just come hit me up. I'll get you pointed in the right direction. Uh, so yeah, that's Zeus. Uh, And then Bitcoin Citadel, uh, we're going to be doing more events. Uh, We are Bitcoin Citadel on Twitter. Actually, no, it's BTC Citadel. Uh, BTC Citadel.org is the website that's going to be coming soon. Uh, We also got a link to a telegram there uh, in which you can find our first PDF uh, guide, how to use Wasabi with cold card. Now there's a tutorial there. Uh, We've been doing it in Testnet. If you need Testnet coins, you could just uh, ping me or BTC Citadel. Um Evan Kalulus
0: on Twitter and uh, yeah
1: I, I think that's it for me.
0: I'm gonna add all your contact details to the uh, to the show notes so thank you very much for uh, for all that info
1: yeah uh, yeah don't hesitate to reach out I, I don't but
0: cool no, I was gonna say you're one of the friendliest people I've met in uh, in the Bitcoin space man so uh, yeah I definitely <laughs> encourage people to reach out to you
1: yeah if you have an idea for Zeus I uh, just want to talk Bitcoin or you want to... Consult me on something. Just let let's get it going. There's, I it feels like we've built a whole lot in Bitcoin, but there's still so so much more to do. There's always new stuff to build, uh, things to do. Let's get to it. I think 2020 is going to be a huge year for us, especially with the having. I to- uh, So I, I'm very excited. I totally agree, man.
0: So thank you very much for uh, for coming on my show. I really appreciate it.
1: Uh yeah, it, it's been uh, it's been a great one. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Happy 2020.
0: Yeah, man. So I hope everybody enjoyed my discussion with Evan. Uh, I thought it was really, really amazing to uh, see the development that, uh, that he's doing with, uh, with Zeus. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, what's going to come out of that project. So um, his contact details will be in the show notes as well. If you want to reach me on Twitter or Telegram, I'm at coin uh, If you want to reach me by email, I'm coinicaris at funwithbitcoin.com. And if you guys want to support the show, you can head over to moedarags.com and go to all clothing and fun with Bitcoin podcast, and you can check out our merch. So thank you everyone for listening, and I'll catch you all next time.